0: Good evening. Welcome to Real Love. I'm super excited to be presenting this podcast tonight. I am a little froggy, so please ignore it because life goes on. How many of you know that? If you're a mom, you know that like you don't get sick days, right? So I have been trying to catch up in life in general and then feeling a little bit froggy and then dealing with a gosh, how do I even see it? Like my kids just, um, going a little bit wild. And I'm like what's going on? I didn't give you any extra sugar. Where did this come from? And so it's been kind of a wild ride for me the last few weeks. And so I'm blaming it on Christmas. Christmas was awesome, but at the same time, Christmas exploded my house, okay? My kids just got everything out at the same time, and then it stayed that way for days. And then all of a sudden, you could barely walk through the living room, and I was like, what has happened? So I've been trying to organize and restructure my home, but it was a really, really good reminder for me this week that it is so important to restructure mentally, You know, when you start to let all these other stresses of life interrupt your personal time, interrupt the time that you are spending on your personal pursuits, you can end up with such an imbalance and so many violated boundaries that you suffer and you struggle. And we're talking about restructuring mentally tonight because abusers tend to want total control and that includes of your thoughts. Um, People who have been known to use power and control tactics that include mental abuse will essentially set up scenarios and situations in such a way that you will always be thinking of them. For example, I would freeze and I've talked about it before at the uh, grocery store and heck Aldi's, okay, like does it get cheaper than Aldi's? And I can remember vividly a time I had the kids with me, so I don't even understand how I had the capability to zone out. But I sat there in the meat section in front of Aldi's wanting to buy this piece of salmon and thinking, if I do, he's going to be pissed at me. But if I don't, I won't be able to make this thing that I really want to make. And I was trying to eat healthier. And I sat there frozen for like a straight five minutes, which, you know, when you have kids with you while you're shopping, zoning out for five minutes is crazy. Okay. How did I even, but I remember that feeling that fear because so many times he had reacted so badly, he would yell at me for spending too much money, tell me that I was horrible, that it was my fault that we didn't have any money because I spent too much at the grocery store at Walmart, you know, on like things that we needed, like food and pull ups and diapers, right? And uh, I believed it. I believed it because do you know that everyday stuff in life is so ridiculously expensive? tell me how easy is it to walk out of Walmart for less than $200? It is not. It is hard. Okay. Especially when you're getting groceries, you're getting the diapers, you're getting the wipes. Then what if you need shampoo, like you're one stop shopping, but the thing goes up. And so I remember one time, uh, we had a neighborhood market and this is a lot of details guys, but that's kind of what I'm getting at here. Abuse has this insidious way of wrapping itself into every area of your life. And if you have a really, really intelligent abuser like mine was, he'll make it sound like it was all your idea. Like it was my thought that I was an awful budgeter. Like it, it was definitely me, right? Me doubting myself and my mental ability and my capacity to budget. And so he stopped in the car and the kids are in the back and he says, I'm only giving you $20. Don't spend more than 20. And I said, that's fine, I just need to get diapers. And he said, well, is it gonna cost more than 20? And I said, no, it shouldn't unless you want me to get wipes too. Then it just depends, right? Depending on how much the diapers and wipes are. And he said, no, just get the diapers then. And then he said, you know what? I think I should run in, you can't handle it. You always spend too much. And do you know, yeah, it was my kids in the backseat, maybe no one else was around, but I felt completely humiliated. I'm pissed. By this point in the relationship, I'm over it. And so I looked at him and I said, give me the money. I'm going inside, okay? Now, some of you cannot do that, okay? If you're in a really violent situation, I know that there's a whole different set of rules that you live by. But my abuse was primarily psychological, mental, emotional, spiritual, and financial. So... I really, really struggled, because then I doubted myself. So my entire mental rant became this self-hatred, self-doubt, Michaela, you suck at finances, you suck at money, you're terrible at budgeting, you always spend too much at the grocery store. Do you see how this self-talk then mentally restructured me to believe I was this codependent, insecure, terrible budgeter, overspender person? So like my entire mental world changed when I was with him. And most of you know how that feels. You have had that day where you come to yourself and maybe you're just now getting there where you say, who am I? Who is this person? I was never like this. I never struggled that way until him. You know, for me, like I, I met that guy when I was 19 and my family situation before that hadn't been great, Right. So I had that like, okay, well, no, he's the best that's ever happened to me. So it must be me. And that made it pretty easy for him to take advantage of my situation and my mentality. Right. And so mental restructuring is about taking your mind back, taking your thoughts back, taking everything back and you decide for yourself who you want to be you decide for yourself what you're capable of. You start to pay attention to what you're good at and how good you are at that. I found out I am really, really great at saving money for things that I specifically want to save up for and need. So as long as I have miniature projects going, I can save money aside and set that money aside for those things. And I'm really good at not spending it then. But Michaela, back with my ex, you would have never known that because I always believed I was the overspender and he was always quick and happy to tell me. I had to restructure the way I thought about myself with finances. I had to restructure the way I saw myself in the mirror. I had to restructure the way I thought about my ability to clean house. I was never so organized. Okay, I have like the biggest smile on my face when I say this. Okay, maybe it's petty. Maybe it is. Go ahead and call me out. Okay. But I had never kept the house so clean as I did during that one month separation just having the weight because that is what it's like when you have someone who's constantly abusing you it is constantly a weight just having the weight of his psychological and mental abuse reduced led to me feeling like i had more energy than ever and my house was cleaner than ever before and quite frankly until christmas happened my house was more organized than it's ever been in my entire life and I didn't just get there by doing it. I had to mentally say, Michaela, you're capable. You are organized. You do a great job. You clean your home well. You're an amazing mother. Everything that we're going to do is going to start with this mental game where your abuser, I mean, heck, I've heard, um, I'm trying to think of specific examples to try and connect with you because guys, one thing I found out about abuse is that many forms of abuse are different. The end goal of power and control is always the same. Okay, so I will attempt to look at different ways that you might be dealing with it, and I may not get them all, okay? But some of you, he will throw a fit and act jealous in public just to get a response from you so that you're constantly worried about his reaction, so you're constantly thinking about him and how he will negatively react to everything that you do. Do you see the end result of that is you're always thinking about what he he would say, about how he's going to feel, about what he wants. And so very little time is given to what you want and how you want to spend your time and what you would like to do and what you would like to say. See, we cater to our abuser's needs because you know that there are consequences i froze at the grocery store knowing if i screw this up if i buy what i want there will be consequences and it was so much easier to live with my abuser when i did what he wanted and he had power and control because then he wasn't bullying me he was the nicest guy until i didn't do what he wanted until i refused to do what he said then he was this person i didn't even recognize and it just shocked me Until I found out that it had been an abusive dynamic all the time, gosh, I have lost count of the times where I thought, I wish someone would have told me. I wish someone would have explained that power and control. The power and control dynamic is if he can control you through a specific word or action or deed, then he will. People that need this, they need this to feel like a person. Generally, they're very insecure. I'm not going to go into all the pathology, okay? Maybe that'll be for a later date. But if your abuser can say something and knows that you'll constantly be thinking about how to please him or how to prevent him from blowing up, he has you. You're hooked. You're always thinking about him or how to not piss him off or how to make him happy or what would please him or what he said every single time he said something negative about you. It is time to take your mind back. We're going to restructure. I want you every single day to say, what do I want and what do I need? And I want you, even if it's 30 seconds while you're peeing on the toilet, because sometimes as moms, that's all we get. And sometimes you don't even get that quiet because you have little fingers under the door and people shouting, mom, right? Still, I want you to try to take even just 30 seconds of your day and I'm not going to tell you first thing in the morning. Because guess what, guys? I'm not a morning person. Like, I cringe on the inside when I say that, but it's true. I want I want someone to automatically, like, hand me coffee. Like, give me a robot that will hand me coffee before I'm even out of bed in the morning, okay? I am not a morning person. So I'm not going to tell you get up extra early and do this because I won't do it. I'd be a total hypocrite, okay? I just want you to take 30 seconds sometimes in the day. And say, what do I want today? And what do I need? You don't even have to have left your abuser for this, okay? If you're still in it, but you're starting to ask questions, you know that something's wrong, you love him, but you can't leave him. This is for you too. This is where you say, what do I want? And what do I need? And for those 30 seconds, maybe a minute, if you're feeling really rambunctious, right? You're taking your mentality back. You're going to focus on what you want. You're going to focus on what you need and then do yourself a favor and try to meet that need and that want. Don't wait for someone else to do it. Abusers are great at isolating you. My guy, you know what he would do? He would just work all the time and then he would be gone all the time so that I couldn't leave because we had three kids and there was no one around to watch the kids and no money to pay someone to watch the kids because he didn't work enough. He would volunteer his extra time and go to school, but he couldn't watch them. Of course he couldn't watch them. Okay. I'm sorry. That was totally sarcastic. Um, maybe I'm not sorry. Sorry. Not sorry. Um, you, you have to make sure that you're honoring yourself and it is so hard when you've been trained for years. I mean, I was in it for nine years before I realized what was going on. Okay. So you have to spend that time. And if you're fighting with it and you're like, what about this? And what about this? You know and if you're in a violent situation please be careful i'm going to tell you again if you're in a dangerous situation call the a national domestic violence hotline okay that's 1-800-799-SAFE 7233 okay and you can contact them sometimes you have a local domestic violence shelter Get a hold of an advocate. If you can get a domestic violence advocate, they can help you develop that safety plan. So you always have a backup plan. Fun thing about backup plans, you don't have to use them, but they are there if you need it, like insurance, okay? How many national disasters have gone on and people are like, I wish I would have had the insurance just in case. This is your insurance plan. You do not have to leave him. You don't have to use it, but you have it if a circumstance comes up where you need it. And if you have felt scared of your partner, I strongly urge you to do it. Okay, so find something if you are in that type of situation that will not place you in danger. Okay, ask yourself, what do I want and what do I need? And then do it. Maybe you need a cup of coffee. Maybe like me, sometimes you need a five minute restart. Like, please don't talk to me. Please don't come near me. I need to shut myself away somewhere for five minutes to feel like a person again before I come back to do life. Whatever it is that you want, and I'm serious, one want, one need. Maybe you need to drink more water, but you want to go for a five-minute walk. Maybe you want to draw and you need to do a load of laundry. Whatever it is that you want and you need you, do that. I I literally guarantee that if you're in an abusive relationship, you're constantly doing for another person. And all I'm asking is that we mentally ask yourself what you want need. And what you're doing is you're starting to funnel away some of the mental energy that is 24-7 focused on your abuser. And if they interrupt sleep, like my abuser interrupted my sleep, he would wake me up in the middle of the night when he came in, wake me up in the morning and yell at me before he left for work, before I even had to be up, which would then make the kids up. He, it's, It literally feels like he owns your mind. You're taking your mind back. You're going to start turning your thoughts toward what you want, and what you need because you love and respect yourself, okay? you're awesome. I don't want to make this too long. I feel like I could go on this forever. I'm not going to, because who likes, you know, like three hour long movies, like you like them, but at the same time you're itching to get down there and you have to pee so bad it hurts. So we're not going to do that. Uh, maybe I can do a couple small ones, come back to this one. We'll see. Okay. But I am really excited to tell you that I have an email set up. So that way, if you do want to reach out, you just need a little extra support or a friendly response, or you have some questions or you need the number for the national domestic violence hotline when you can just put it in Google, but I would be happy to give it to you in my email. And so the email is real love with the one L in the middle, just one word. Okay. So real love recovery, all one word at gmail.com. Okay. So it's R E A L O V E R E C O V E R Y at gmail.com. And I'm so excited because I have wanted a way to be in contact with you if you need to Um, I'm new to doing the email like this. If you have something that if you're sending it to me an email and your, your abuser can see it and it wouldn't necessarily be safe, please don't, (laughs) please don't, because I do not know that I have mastered that yet. That is something I would like to work on. A lot of these websites have the instant click-outs, okay? Just make sure that you keep your password safe. If you are gonna email me personal things and you're still with your abuser, make sure it's safe. Make sure this password is something that they can never find out, okay? And I hope you guys have a great night. I'm really excited. I hope you think of some really fun things like me. I need sleep and I want sleep. (laughs) So that's what I'm going to do tonight. (laughs) And I feel like that's the mom life sometimes, right? And so I just hope, I hope and pray that you have so much fun refocusing your mental energy on what you want and what you need this week. All right, talk to you soon. That's it for tonight.